Hello and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. As we continue our study concerning sin and how it is revealed through the Word of God, I would like to take you today to the Gospel of Luke chapter 10. The Gospel of Luke chapter 10. There we'll be reading verse 17 down through verse 20 and expounding as the Lord leads. The Word of God tells us here in verse 17 of Luke chapter 10, And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You know, there, I want to look at verse 18 for a second, Jesus' statement there in the reply to these 70 disciples. Now, before we go forward, I want you to understand something. Do not confuse these 70 disciples that were sent out with the 12 chosen disciples there in Matthew chapter 10. Those chosen disciples ministered in Galilee. These 70 uh, disciples sent out from Jesus Christ here uh, were sent into Judea to heal and to cast out demons and devils and to preach the gospel in order that they might prepare his way as he entered in and was going to Jerusalem. That was their purpose. Not that, Please do not get them confused with the 12 uh, uh, chosen disciples there in Matthew chapter 10. But I want you to look at a few things here today in context of Scripture, what Jesus said here in verse 18, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. In context, these words were uttered by him in reply to the 70 disciples and their joyful but surprisingly report of what they had accomplished in the name of the Lord. Now, as the disciples returned, again, they were joyful, but they were very surprised as they gave him, gave him their report. They said unto him, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Now, as we have already said, and I want to repeat this, Jesus' first words were not, well done, my good and faithful servant. He, he said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. There is a significance to this because he, we need to see that what we accomplish in the name of Jesus Christ is not only earthly, it it happens there's a battle in the spiritual realm. So every time you accomplish something, no matter how insignificant you think it might be, whether it's to, to tell someone about him or preach about his cross or, or pray in his name, there you are making a difference in the spiritual realm. He wants us to understand by this right here in verse 18 that we have an enemy and his name is Satan. Now, no doubt and that I believe, no doubt what Jesus had in mind here when he said this was Satan's fall or Lucifer's fall recorded there in the prophecy of Isaiah in chapter 14. And we will cover Isaiah chapter 14 and Ezekiel 
Ezekiel 28 and upcoming messages. But for today's purpose, I want you to see a few important points here today. What our Savior is saying to us is a very important message. You know, as I've already said right here, uh, I, he said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall, fall from heaven. He is making a statement here with what he is saying. He is saying that he is eternal, and he is speaking of his eternal preexistence with the Father. Because as we will read there in Isaiah 14, that's when uh, Lucifer uh, or Satan, uh, as he is identified here in Luke today, he ex tried to exalt his will above the will of the Father. In other words, the created being, the creation, tried to exalt his will above the Creator. And we know that there is three in one uh, there, and God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So he was trying to exalt his will above the triune Godhead. But Jesus is saying, I was there when he was cast out of heaven. I was present. He said, I beheld. That speaks of him being there and taking uh, uh, a part in that casting out of Satan. And that speaks of his, pre his eternal preexistence with the Father. I'd like to reference a verse of Scripture right here. Micah chapter 5 verse 2 says, But thou Bethlehem Ephratah, Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he, and this is his prophecy of the coming Messiah, Jesus Christ, he shall come forth, shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth has been from old and everlasting. Jesus Christ is the eternal Savior, and that is what he is reassuring us of today. So we know when he gives us authority, we know where our authority is coming from. I want to point this out, one thing, Satan, uh, Lucifer, was a created being, and, and despite some people's opinion, he is not equal to, and certainly not, the brother of Jesus Christ. He was a created being. Jesus Christ had no beginning and no ending. He is eternal, and he is the Son of God, and he has all the power of the eternal Godhead himself. He has given us the authority to overcome. That's what Jesus' message to these disciples was, and it was very clear in so many words. He's saying to them, and he's saying to me and you, that we should not be surprised that things are subject unto us in the authority of his name, because he he gives us, he is giving us his authority, and that is the authority of the eternal Son of God. Jesus said, Satan fell from heaven. What he said, when he said, I saw him fall from heaven, he's telling me and you that we have an enemy and his name is Satan, but he is a already fallen foe. He is defeated, and he was defeated at Calvary's cross. Jesus said there in John chapter 12, verse 31 through 33, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. 
And if I be lifted up from the earth, will I draw all men unto myself? This he said, signifying what death he should die. Hey, every plan that Satan had, every victory he thought he had won, was undone at Calvary's cross. Therefore, that's where when he says he gives us authority in his name, he has resurrected. He is the resurrected Savior, and he is eternal. Therefore, the authority that he gives us is his authority over this enemy. Now, he is Satan, speaking of Satan, a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour, as Peter said there uh, in First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. He said, be vigilant, be sober. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Jesus is telling you and I that we have his authority to do the things that he tells us and sends us to do. Not only that, but Jesus uh, had sent them out to evangelize, and he sends us out to evangelize and to do things for him with his power to overcome evil and the enemy. Verse 19, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. There is nothing left out there. He said, I give you my power my power to overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. My friends, we know in Jesus Christ, no matter what happens to us, we are alive forevermore. That's what he's saying. Nothing can hurt you. Death has no sting. The grave has no victory over us because we step out, as the apostle Paul said, be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. So whether we die physically or Jesus Christ comes back to take us home in the rapture, praise God, nothing can keep us and nothing can remove us from the hand of God through the love that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. He said, no one can remove them from my hand. Not only that, but lastly, uh, he speaks here, he focuses our attention for the real reason for rejoicing. He told him, he said, you had victories. And he tells us, you will have victories in me and in the power and by my authority of my name and my, the power I grant unto you. But don't rejoice in that. Don't rejoice in these temporal things. And they're only temporal because we're restricted by physical death. And what we do is eternal for him and re is recorded eternally. But what he's saying here is don't rejoice in these things. Rejoice in one reason and one reason only that your name is written down in heaven. Now, it's that the, the way the language here says it stands written. That's what it means. It stands written in heaven. Now, there is some debate through scholars and theologians, depending on which one you read, uh, whether our names were already there, and if you don't accept Christ, it's taken out, or your name's written there, and you accept Christ, and it's written down. I don't care. Jesus Christ, my Lord, my Savior, tells me that I have a permanent reservation if I'm secure in him and that's in heaven my name is written down and I know it was written because of his precious blood that he shed for me and you on Calvary's cross so that is all the reason in the world that we have to rejoice that our eternity our eternity is eternally secure in him and that our names once it's written down cannot 
by him and by God our Father, it cannot be removed out of that book in Christ Jesus. I pray that this has been a blessing to you, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.